I was lucky enough to see Napoleon in the cinema. Napoleon is a very famous 1927 silent film by Abel Gantz, and it is long. It's a very long film. It is five and a half hours, so in the cinema it has intervals and everything. When you watch such an early silent film, and one with such length, you are bound to see some cinematic language be established. Abu Gantz is constantly experimenting in the film to keep the audience on their toes and excited. The reason why the film is so famous is for the final act, which opens up the screen into a trifecta of images. Three Academy Ratio images side by side to create a spectacle. But what was really impressive was actually the first act, which is a young Napoleon participating in a snowball fight with fellow youngsters. In this moment, we see how Napoleon is going to become the great man he is meant to. And this sequence is almost like out of a Wes Anderson film. It shows the violence of youth and it has great intercutting and handheld moments and very exquisite framing. And later on, there's some really great cinematography of war. And then there's moments where you see inside Napoleon's mind creating tactics for war. And all these things you can see leak into films that we watch today. Even the trifecta leaks into how we now see films in a regular kind of widescreen format because that was about creating spectacle. So going back and watching someone create fresh new language for cinema is so exciting. And it does sometimes make me wonder, why do we have so much crap? Because the stuff that we archive and we keep and we know is we know must be preserved is the stuff that is revolutionary, like Napoleon. So how does, how do filmmakers now look back and make some of the crap that they make? Napoleon is a great film. Still has female objectification and the male gaze. So we probably have a lot of cinema to blame for Napoleon too. Thanks for listening.